Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. It's time for Guys of a Certain Age, where we've been practicing self-isolation since we were in middle school. Robbie Koblenz <laughs> in studio with Art Shirley. And Jay Reed. They weren't expecting that one, but it's true. I mean, that's yep. part of uh, self-isolation. Is that what we're, what what the official Self-quarantine. Term? Self-quarantine. Self-quarantine. Is that yeah. just being introverted? Yeah. Yeah, I well, saw. you know, so was it self-quarantine when nobody would sit with you at lunch because of your <laughs> Star Wars lunchbox? Is that self-quarantine? Yeah, I guess it could be. Sure. Yeah. You made yeah. that choice. I didn't ever <laughs> you didn't want take to a be. lunch. <laughs> you never, you never took, took a lunch? I you was never... forced to eat the hot lunch. By the way, my mom says hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello, Mrs. Reed. You, were, you, you never took a lunch? I may have taken one occasionally, but that was the standard in our household was the hot lunch. You know, I think my uh, career as an entrepreneur started by bartering and selling things out of my lunch box. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so did you take a lunch art? I kind of went back and forth, took yeah. a lunch, some uh, didn't, uh, you know, had the lunch boxes like you talked about. Uh, and then there was always that thing where you found your lunch box from the previous year, right before school started and realized you had not completely <laughs> finished the milk off or whatever oh. that was in your thermos. And like, we're going to be happy. That's why these things are so collectible. There's so many that were thrown out because they couldn't be said. That's right. That's right. So did you ever, um, did you ever just frantically search the Sunday paper for the menu coming up in the week? Oh, yeah. We didn't have that. We didn't, we didn't frantically yeah. search for it. it was, I looked, and sometimes it was broadcast like on the radio. I don't remember that. Oh, we had, I think we, were, we had it on the radio here. Well, you know, I, I would look in the Sunday paper, the Meridian, Meridian Star, to see, you know, what is edible this week. And um, so I didn't always bring my lunch. It was yeah. about half and half. So. Leland had a weekly paper, so it wouldn't have, <laughs> might have known what was coming up Friday. <laughs> Well, it would be better than nothing, right? Yeah, I guess so. So there you go. Well, we are recording this uh, post um, cancellation of NCAA tournament and College and, World Series and NBA and the whole everything lot, else, everything else, life in general for the coronavirus or COVID nineteen. So, as part of our geek of the week, we had talked about maybe offering our loyal our loyal listeners a. Um, a path home if you're going to miss the NCAA tournament. I mean, that's one of my rights of spring. I'm just, I'm so going to miss March Madness. And, you know, kind of bummed I had women's Final Four tickets. Of course, mm-hmm. I'll get that refunded back. This is an example of when not to buy on StubHub in the secondary market because there is no, no refund. There Ooh, is no yeah. refund. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. So this is where you buy from the original source. Uh, no College World Series. I mean, your yeah. team, your team's doing well. The Ole Miss Rebels. State yeah, finally just, may have had a shot. Yeah, you know. <laughs> State just beat the number what two team. could possibly keep us from Omaha? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Some guy playing with a bat. Yeah. Um, so who wasn't you Batman. Know, Batman? So, but... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, yeah, yeah, there, there we have it. What else are you going to miss? What, what, what has been shut down that you were looking forward to watching? Well, I'm still waiting to hear. Jay and I were talking this before we went on microphone. Um, uh, we've got tickets uh, to see the Eagles in Minnesota at the first of April, and we're waiting. And by the time this is, you know, this airs, uh, we'll probably know for sure. But uh, we're waiting to find out if that ticket, if that concert has been postponed or canceled altogether. They've they've canceled shows or postponed shows already. So we're just kind of waiting. I think it's a matter of time before they decide to do that. March 30th seems to be the cutoff date for a lot of things. So maybe 
April will be okay, but I think we're going to still be in this for a long time. In the yeah. long run, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, very nice. <laughs> there you go. Well, uh, one and thing- so I have a heartache tonight. But uh, <laughs> oh. Jay is a new kid in town. Do you have anything? Uh- <laughs> he just crossed the Seven Bridges Road. The most oh, interesting we've been watching, because I have two kids in college, and I've been watching the colleges gradually shut down over the last few days, and sure enough, both Mississippi State and Union will be doing online classes, extending right. spring breaks and all that. So my daughter's in Jackson, Tennessee, trying to figure out, you know, because they're allowing them at this point some to stay on campus. Of course, right. that could change tomorrow. But she's trying to figure out, you know, because spring break's coming and they were planning a trip and all this stuff. And so that's one thing. The other thing is I have – my son and I were supposed to go to Atlanta tomorrow to be a part of the live finale of another podcast called Catlick. And that part – that. Big event has, well, it wasn't a huge event, but it was still canceled, uh, mostly canceled. We're still going back, going over there to do a little bit of a walking tour and stuff like that. But, you know, that just like all of a sudden, you know, my father-son trip before he graduates from college has been yeah. changed. Oh, that's too bad. So but we'll, have, we'll still have fun, but it does, you know, it's, it's going to be different. The, um, the big conference I go to every year, National Association of Broadcasters, NAB, in Las Vegas, canceled Thursday. Yeah, I saw that. And uh, that's that's pretty huge because NAB has been on the downward trend anyway. And so the speculation is, is this the death knell for for NAB and, and live conferences as a whole? You know? Wow. So, but uh, that was that's a bummer because I've got friends from around the world and across the country we always hook up with. Now, it's better on my pocketbook and my waistline that I don't go. Hmm. So, but so, uh, are your tickets refundable? You, no, okay. no. Uh, but Delta is waiving uh, cancellations. Change yeah, yeah, change fees and cancellation fees as long as you begin um, travel by December thirty-one of twenty twenty. Okay. So yeah, hopefully we'll be in a better place at that point. Yeah, so, I would think we would. Be. Yeah, should be. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping three, four weeks we kind of go back to normal. Um, I know as we record this, uh, I think the White House is going to declare a, a state of emergency, and uh, that could be them calling in the back, or is that the back, the bat phone? <laughs> yeah. um, so I know there's speculation that uh, a state of emergency, uh, a state of emergency will be declared, which will free up some. You know, some I guess some funds and make right. things a little bit easier. But um, I read an article where uh, somebody, maybe from the CDC, it was someone who was a vetted source, said, you know, basically the complete shutdown of the country is still on the table to like ban everything. Yeah. Wow. Well, there was an announcement as I was coming in the door from, I believe, the Massachusetts governor, and I, you know, I don't want to say on here what what exactly it was because I didn't hear it all, but. He was talking anything over 250 people is basically prohibited. Yeah, that's the number I've seen, too. And that, you know, church, Yeah, some churches are more than 250. So there's a lot of things that people I don't think were really thinking about when when all these stuff started coming down. Yeah, and especially given the membership of church, since this uh, affects, you know, folks older than, what, 70, Mm -hmm. uh, 60, they say, but certainly more older than 70, Mm -hmm. you know, so many people that can be affected by that. Anyway, it's a very serious thing. It is. That it is. And maybe we can offer you some relief. Yeah. With uh, some options. Because there's nothing serious we ever talk That's about. That's right. Ever. And so, it, yeah, and, we don't want to go too far. Yeah. And no, never no, t- no, I'm just saying, <laughs> well, here's some things that, you know, at, while you're self-quarantined, while, yeah. you're, while you're trying to avoid social contact and practic- practicing safe, healthy practices, like wash your hands, folks. 
But uh, here's some things that we can we can look at while we miss March Madness. And well, so for for me, my recommendation if you're missing a little college basketball is watch the greatest basketball. Uh, film of all time that would be Hoosiers. Hoosiers, exactly. That's right. Yeah. Now, if you want to, I thought you were going to say yours. Oh no, that's not a film. <laughs> it's a documentary. Do we need to go over that again? The differences between films and documentaries. No, but it's something to watch. Yeah, it is. But it it's is not about av- basketball. It's not available in streaming services. So um, the other thing would be if you really wanted to feel like it was a realistic uh, basketball, not altruistic, you could watch Blue Chips with Nick Nolte and Shaquille O'Neal where they get into the down and dirty of illegal uh, recruiting and college basketball. So if you wanted to get kind of a balance, you could follow one with the other. So that that's my antidote for, for basketball if you're missing March Madness. What's the one with Will Ferrell? Semi-pro? Semi-pro? I've never seen it. Yeah, I've never seen it either. But you yeah. know, there's that option, too, if you're looking for basketball. What about you, Jay? You got a basketball movie? I have no basketball movies. I'm not, not really. I'm, I would probably, I guess, football. Well, you know. XFL was canceled as well. I saw so that. Yes, that's right. So, you know, remember the Titans? Great movie. That's great. Yeah, yeah. What else uh, for football? If football. you're mm. There's always Rudy. You know, that's not that's one of my favorites, though. Oh, man, movie. I love Rudy. Uh, I didn't know. see it until a couple of years ago, and I just it was way overhyped for me. Oh, wow. A young John Favreau? A young a young Samwise Gamgee? Yeah. I mean, what more could you want? You that's know? A better story. Oh, that's a great story. <laughs> wow. Uh, Never tell the real Rudy that he will beat the crap out of you. Okay, Rudy. Yeah. Apparently, there was a there was an article uh, on ESPN um, sometime in the last six months. Uh, basically, the the real Rudy, and they talked to him. He lives in Las Vegas, and uh, I think the story was fine. The movie was fine, but it's just one of those that you you've never seen Rudy. You've never seen Rudy, and then you see it, and you kind of go. You know, any of those things that you see late in life, like, you know, Wonderful Life, I think. Didn't you see that late yeah. in life? And you kind of go, yeah. oh, what's the big deal? And I'm, I've, I haven't finished The Godfather, but I'm afraid The Godfather is going to be that oh, same way for me. See, that's I love The Godfather. Yeah. Well, I love Rudy. And certainly don't tell the real Godfather. I, was, I really, The Godfather is my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> we interrupted you, Jay, which is so unusual. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Mrs. Oh, and I'm, I was just thinking about other <laughs> sports, though. I mean, I, I, I haven't heard anything about NASCAR, but there's some good NASCAR movies. You know, well, Thunder and, again, Will Ferrell. Yeah. 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 Well, and then then there hasn't been a cancellation announced yet of the Masters. That would be oh, really It's wow. been postponed. Has it? Yep. No, saw that this morning. Okay. Oh, wow. a tradition like no other. Yep. That's yeah. been postponed. So you could watch Tin Cup with Kevin Costner. Yeah. Yeah. So what about you, Art? What you got? Uh, I actually have some some series and stuff I'm going to catch up with, but the sports movies to me, you know, Field of Dreams is one of my all-time favorite uh, baseball movies. Uh, I also like I The Natural a lot. Um mm-hmm. uh, you know, Bad News Bears is one of those. There you go. But, now you're digging. <laughs> but, uh, but basketball, I was going to say Hoosiers as well. That's just my, that's one of my favorite. And I haven't seen it in forever, but it's a great movie. It is. It really what's is a good the, movie. What's the one that, that Tom Hanks is in with the women's baseball team? Oh, League oh, of Their Own. League of Their, their Own. own. Yeah, there's I mean, no there's, there's, there's no crying in baseball. That's a, that's a, that's a great tie-in. That very topical, yeah, Jay. Tom, yeah. <laughs> Tom, Tom, Tom. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You ever, did you see the meme about Tom Hanks is stranded on an island, <laughs> Australia, with his wife, Rita Wilson? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. So he's stranded. Landed on an island with Wilton. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's hilarious. Yeah. Protect Tom Hanks at all costs. That's right. You know, national treasure. That's right. That's right. So, um, you know, if you wanted to go outside the sports thing, I, I can't recommend Fringe highly enough. I'm rewatching that. IMDb. 
their streaming net their streaming service, which you can get on Amazon Prime Video, has got it. They drop in commercials at inappropriate times, like you know YouTube does. But Fringe is great, and that's really the spiritual spiritual successor to X Files. Yeah. You know, so Fringe is great. If you really want to creep yourself out, I think it's still available on um, on Netflix. There's the BBC series Survivors, which is basically kind of what we're doing right now, but much more draconian yeah. and bloodthirsty. Yeah, I thought about Walking Dead, you know, yeah. or, or finding the old version of The Stand. Uh, just for me, I'll probably binge watch a lot of DC Universe. I mentioned that about this time last year that I subscribed <laughs> to that. And I really have not been watching a lot of it lately. So my... Uh, subscription ends, I think, at the end of uh, April or maybe the end of March. Uh, so I need to check, but uh, I'll probably be binge watching some of that just to kind of catch up before I decide whether or not to uh, to uh, pull the plug on that one for the year. Yeah. I and think- the old stuff, the new stuff I do not care for at all. Yeah, really? You didn't like Titans? I didn't like Titans. I didn't like uh, Suicide Squad. I tried to watch uh, Harley Quinn cartoon, which, you know, and I just, it, it, I'm sure I'm just not the demographic for that. You know, yeah. I'm an old curmudgeon at this point. And you know, that's not my hero. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. So, all right. Well, that's kind of a few Wait, things. Jay may have a few oh, things. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, I was just thinking. I forgot that. he was here. I was oh, about to yeah. hit the button. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm just glad to see the people come back. <laughs> That's really what we'll cool. be saying hey, at the end of this that's coronavirus right, that's thing. Right. Glad yeah, to see all the people. Thought it was really cool. And, and your own son didn't even know that you were. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. And my mom hasn't listened to it yet. So I'm has still he not contacted you about doing that for their particular podcast? <laughs> that they do? Uh, hey, wow. Robbie, Jacob, uh, look, how do I get some uh, <laughs> some of those clips? Do you want He's sh- already mentioned me pre-recording some parts of it, so maybe that's yeah. his ultimate goal. You're toast, man. You're going to get kicked so. off that. You got you got moved off this one. You're going to get kicked off that one. I mean, you may uh, start your own podcast by yourself. It's in my you, studio. So, it, oh. yeah. yeah. My Ooh. studio, my rules, son. <laughs> get <laughs> off my front porch and out of my studio. Enough of those podcasting shenanigans. There you go. What you got, Jay? I think I'm going to finish some things. You know, I've, I've been wanting to watch um, a lot of things that we've talked about, movies and books to read and that kind of stuff that y'all recommended. I'm in the middle of foundation now by asimov and reading that right and just stuff like that and has anything happened yet in foundation I'm nothing's still happened. trying to figure that nothing, out nothing happens yeah. at foundation it's not really action-packed no <laughs> no it's interesting though yeah but like the pharmacist documentary of course i am a pharmacist i've heard it's really good i'm gonna watch that um but finish stuff like uh we've we've almost finished mine and man in the high castle and uh need to finish taco chronicles uh just things like that not necessarily start something new but maybe Catch up on Disney Plus. I haven't watched much since yeah. The Mandalorian. Yeah, that's actually. a good point. Um, but, you know, there was something funny just talking about watching in Netflix. My, my wife watched uh, some sort of documentary that Morgan Freeman was hosting over the past few days. And you know how Netflix will pull up, you know, suggestions for Jerry or whatever. Yeah. And uh, one of them was Outbreak. Yeah. Starring Morgan Freeman. Right. And, and it didn't have anything to do with what's going on in the world just because she had been watching him. But it was just kind of ironic and yeah. weird. Did the outbreak contagion? Uh-huh. What yeah. are some of the other ones that you could? Yeah, when they went, Hollywood went through that whole late, it was late 90s, didn't they? They mm-hmm. go through the whole the whole phase yeah. there. Of, maybe that's the guy to want not to watch while this is going yeah, on. Maybe yeah, so. yeah. So, all right, well, cool. There, there's a little viewing for you. We'll try to come up. Maybe, maybe next week for our Geek of the Week, we could uh, add something on. You know, come up with maybe one other specific recommendation as we move into an additional week of our quasi quarantine. Right. So there's no telling what'll be going on by next it, week if we remember it. 
If we that's a good point. That's a great point. So, but one of the things we wanted to talk about the before all this kind of happened was what uh, what books would would we like to see adapted into some sort of visual medium? Yeah, I mean, we're seeing right now that uh, the limited series I think is a good fit for books. You know, movies have always been a good fit for books. Uh, they're doing Lord of the Rings. Isn't that coming up? Uh, who's who's doing that? Is that Netflix? Or? Uh, Amazon is doing Amazon's a, doing that. A a prequel. Yeah, they, they gave the Tolkien estate a billion dollars. Yeah. So wow, I mean, good grief. But there's some things out there. I mean, I think they're talked about doing John Carter's limited series on Disney Plus yeah. after the movie. You know, that was made, which I loved. It didn't do all that well, so I'm glad they're revisiting that. But there's some you know properties that have never been. Have never been handled, so that's kind of what I was thinking. Or handled correctly. Or handled correctly, yeah, yeah, that's a good point, too. Wheel of Time is also being made by um, Amazon, Okay, Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time. I know there are some that, go, I've read some of that, yeah, that's, uh, I wondered if that was one that you... Uh, There's like, a, after book eight or nine, I'm just like, yeah, you know, yeah. really? Yeah, and Dune, so who's doing Dune? Uh, and is that a movie or a yeah, it's a, series? Yeah, it's, it's a movie, okay. I forget, uh, Timothy Chalmay, yeah. Chalamet, Chalamet. Yeah. I don't know. Sounds like a bridge you'd go over to hit New Orleans, you know. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, uh, he's Paulo Trading. Yeah. So, but uh, anyway, what you got, Art? Well, the one I've got, and uh, it's been on my mind for a while, and then I kind of reread a synopsis, and, and Robbie and I were talking about it before we started. It's uh, a lot more risque than I probably remembered it being, but it's the Guy in Trilogy by John Varley, and it started off with Titan, which I read probably my senior year of high school. It came out in 79. And I remember it being, you know, very avant-garde. Uh, it's about uh, space explorers who end up in this in this other world uh, that's Gaia, and um, it's being run by this uh, this person, the Gaia, who loves old movies and a lot of references to that. It's got some great, you know, visual uh, things. These these living blimps that cross the mm-hmm. the horizon and the and the the people that are there. The world building is great. But it is very, you know, very much a risque book. I, I really like Titan a lot. Also read the other two books in the trilogy, which are Wizard and Demon. And I, I, I liked those a little bit less each time. I don't know how, what your thought was. I, I didn't read the last yeah. two. Titan was fantastic, as, as, as bizarre and as different as it was. Uh, and I, I read a, a review about it uh, that's from probably six or seven years ago. And they said they just could never make this movie because of all the... Uh, of all the really sexual deviancy that's in this thing yeah. is what they said. Uh, and I won't go into a whole lot of details on this because Miss Reed's listening, but, uh, <laughs> and, and anybody's listening, but you know, the, the truth of the matter is, is that we've seen a lot more, uh, uh, really out there type of subjects being approached or being developed or whatever, you know, they might could do this, tone some of that stuff down and do it. I think the world building and the premise of the story are very good. I think it does lend itself uh, more to a limited run series, certainly be an HBO kind of thing as opposed to a Disney Plus. <laughs> not going to be on Disney Plus anytime no, soon. No, it's not. But from what I remember, the characters, Sirocco Jones and all these other people that were in the in the in the book, were very well developed characters. The stories were interesting, uh, and I said the world building I thought was great. I mean, the, do you remember enough about it? Yeah, I haven't read it in years. I haven't and, read it since I originally read it, so yeah. I need to go back and read it. I've actually got I may be shocked, and maybe people go, well, "Why did you recommend that book?" I don't know. What was I thinking? But, um, yeah, the world build, building was fabulous, yeah. and just some concepts uh-huh. were in it, and like the centaurs. I remember. Yeah, the centaurs. There were some things I had forgotten about specifically about the centaurs. I remembered some of it, but I didn't realize it was quite as graphic as yeah, it was. Yeah, I that, didn't. So. I didn't realize. I, I think that came in in the second book. 
Yeah. Yeah. See, I think I think there's a lot of that was introduced in the second book yeah. that kind of maybe took me kind out of, of the series more so than the original. Kind of flagged the series because the yeah. first book wasn't that bad, if I remember correctly. Yeah, there were some things that you kind of went, oh, maybe, you know, but but there was nothing. like. And then by the second book and the third book, it, to me, it really went down that route. Went off the rails. Yeah, right yeah. off the rails yeah. a little yeah. bit that way. Yeah. yeah, in that regard especially. So the first book might be the better one to, to do and then and see what you could do after that. I think it went a Hugo, didn't it? It uh, yeah, it's a. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I'm sure the first one did. I don't know if the yeah. rest of them or the whole trilogy did, but Titan. And I remember it was in a trade paperback edition that was kind of oversized, and then the other two came out in regular paperbacks, and you realize, okay, maybe they didn't do quite as well yeah. as, the, as the first one did. Yeah. Did it have large print? Were you reading large print? No, I didn't need to at that point. Yeah. It did have illustrations though that were I, also you know that were <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 and I remember. Um, you know, those were in the paperback, the regular mass mar- uh, mass market yeah. paperback right. as well. Right. So yeah. it was kind of an event, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was. It, came, it was came out. And, I'll just go ahead and mention this, uh, something similar to that that I've never seen done. Maybe it has been done, but it's the Rendezvous with Rama a series mm. that Arthur C. Clarke did, especially the initial book. But that went on to be several different books. I'm not sure that he ended up writing all of them. I know he wrote uh, some of the sequels are co-wrote. You know, towards the end, he always had a, a writer with him that was kind of helping him finish off books or ideas. But uh, it's uh, another thing about going into this internal world, uh, space explorers that end up in this internal world and the and the world that's in there, the world that's inside. And it was, it was very good too. So I'd like to see that one done. And that one may be a little bit easier to do because it's not quite as, uh, out there as uh, Titan is, but either one of those. What you got, Jay? What do I have? I, I was looking at the whole, like the Clive Custler series. And I know we've got raise the Titanic, which right. is, I don't know that I've ever seen that. I was in the, I think 1980. Yeah. Now, and then Sahara. They have it on DVD. Oh, oh, well, good. Well, <laughs> I, I'll put it in my queue. Yeah. But then Sahara, which I do have, and haven't watched it in a while, and I was reading just yesterday, Custler apparently got into a little tizzy with the with the writers and producers of, of Sahara. It didn't turn out like he wanted it. Now, was that a book first, or yeah. was it? Okay, what? Yeah, you? I think it was. Okay. Yeah, but I think the whole Dirk Pitt and Numa and and that just that whole idea hasn't been put out there like yeah. it could be. It could really be Now, expanded. was McConaughey playing Dirk Pitt in I Sahara? So. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't yeah. sure about yeah. that. I know that in, in Titanic, that was the character. And I always liked those, too. I like those a lot. Yeah, and the guy, the Giordino, Al Giordino, I forget the actor's name, but he he's really funny. I mean, I really, I should have looked it up. I've got it. What, uh, which, which Al Giordino in Sahara? Uh, so you got uh, oh, Steve Zahn. Yeah, yeah, Steve Zahn. Yeah. yeah. But I just think that whole series, because we really, I mean, Aquaman doesn't fit into this, but as far as that kind of adventure, right. or the undersea and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, and you got a great hero, uh, it's just a totally different genre that wasn't. And Sahara really, even though I enjoyed that movie at the time, I'd read the book before, and there was so much more in the book. Same with Raise the Titanic. That they didn't bring yeah. in that was fascinating. Yeah. So I, I'd, I'd like to see that come out. Uh, more of those things. Now, Clive Cussler, that's... I didn't realize he passed away like three weeks ago. Yeah, February oh, I didn't know 24th. that either. February 24th. I didn't yeah. know that until I was looking wow. it up. Yeah, it wasn't – a big deal was not made of that. should have been. I've never read a word he's written, and I had to look him up. Oh, gosh. How bad is that? Yeah. Well, he does kind of like the – in his books, he appears. Like, he writes himself yeah. into the books. I'd forgotten about that. Kind of like a Stan Lee cameo situation, but he's actually in the books as yeah, a character. Yeah, I'd forgotten that. But, yeah. Um, so it would. I've read a few. I can't remember. There's there's several 
And he also ha- would do some where he co-wrote with some people too. I think. Uh, yeah, he, his yeah. son. Yeah. Okay. Dirk. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think his son is Dirk. Yeah, yeah it is. It is. <laughs> Clive was very much into the self-serving <laughs> right. thing, I guess. But uh, yeah, he he did that, and I think there's. I mean, there's just so many out there. I kind of. I'll I'll go from author to author, and I'll I'll read a bunch by one guy, yeah. and then I'll go to the next person. A little bit like a James Patterson. There's just uh-huh. a, a wealth of books right. you never be able to read them all. Right. You wonder so, how he wrote them all. But, exactly. Yeah. Well, Grisham too, and I think that yeah. was, that was kind of one of my other ideas that there's there's so many Grisham books out there, and not all of them need to be made into movies. But I think there's a few like uh-huh. the Testament. Uh, I was looking through our collection last night. Sycamore Ridge is a kind of a going back to Clanton after a time to kill same, mm-hmm. some of the same, uh, overlap. But I would think, especially with the Jack Ryan series, the yeah. idea of a Clive Cussler, Dirk Pitt series would be, yeah. would be something. And, and again, even if it was the, just a trilogy, the series, the series gives you the opportunity to explore things that the movies have to cut out. You know, that I think that that's one reason I keep thinking about a limited series on yeah. some of these things Makes as sense. opposed to the movie. So, yeah. What about I, you, Robbie? You uh, seem to have brought books with you. I brought books. They brought notes. I brought books. So, and now yeah. we'll read from them. <laughs> yeah. So there. So if we wanted to talk about redoing a, a series that's been attempted a few times before but has failed miserably, it would be the Earthsea series by Ursula K. Le Guin. And yeah. I believe it's in development right now. Uh, sci-fi did an abomination. Can you see that somewhere? Version. It seems like that's on something. Maybe I Amazon or Netflix yeah, or something. It's horrible. Yeah. It is absolutely. It's got, um, oh, who played, um, who played Iceman? Bobby Drake. Yeah. The he's the, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like, it's just, it, it, I think it came out around the time that, uh, uh, either after Lord of the Rings or right before, um, the Hobbit came out. Yeah. And so they put a, there's a there's a dragon in one of the later books that they brought into the front book and it just it's like oh, you guys have no idea of the nuance yeah. in the in the in the majesty of this book cuz wizard of Earthsea is just phenomenal it's almost perfect and it had very much of a television budget yeah, oh, yeah. it shows up in all the effects yeah uh, the sets and everything they you know they weren't bad for television they were probably okay for television but it didn't lend itself to that well if you if you had stayed a little bit more faithful to the story that yeah. could be forgiven but yeah. um yeah it just it was really really bad mm-hmm. and of course dunes being developed right now even as we speak so uh-huh. even though i do have a soft spot in my heart for the for the uh, david lynch uh, version of Dune. Um, I need to watch that again. Oh man! For he is the Quizox Hatherack. Oh, Maybe man. I don't. <laughs> we just get right I'll just go quoted. with the live theater version. Yeah, of it. That's right. That's the right. Dune experience. That's like right. Goblins. Yeah. Father dead. Spice worms. Sand. Water. Quizox Hatherack. That's it. I mean, that's all you need. That's okay. Dune. So, have you ever read Dune? Jay? I have not read Dune. Dune is 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 phenomenal. It um, it, it's it's a messianic prophecy type of thing, and it's just um, it it's it's an incredible book. And then the rest of the books are okay, but they start going stair stepping down. Probably not unlike your Titan, experience yeah. uh-huh. with Titan or with the guy in trilogy. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, I'm 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 anxiously awaiting Dune. To see what happens, yeah. but 
I've got three series here that I think would be great. The first I've got is uh, is Dragonflight by Ann McCaffrey. Yeah, I love that. The Dragon Riders of Pern. Yeah, um, and I can't remember how far I got into that. Does it kind of fall off after a while too? No, I tell you what, I thought it was incredibly strong. How many little, how many books are in this series? Like eight million. Okay. Yeah, her yeah, I son. Think I may is, have read the first three or four. Yeah, her son picked up on it. So there were three tri- there were two trilogies to begin with. There was the Dragonflight, Dragon Quest, White Dragon. And then you had the Harper Hall trilogy, which was same okay. events from a second, from a more of a teen point of view. Right. And then you had a couple prequels that took place two, three hundred years prior to. Then you you had a continuation of the Dragon Rider series. So, okay. Um, you think it's fantasy, but it turns into science fiction. Yeah, which is really it's cool. really I really the, I guess I read the first trilogy and may have started the, the, the second trilogy and the second trilogy was not as, as much for me as the first one was. But, yeah. Or maybe just in a different time, but uh, I really liked that first one a lot. And I'm really surprised that they have not uh, they have not adapted it. I haven't seen so it. So much of Avatar reminded me, you yeah. know, the whole bonding with the with the dragon, to, yeah. uh, with or whatever they were flying. And so, stuff. so the idea is you have this medieval society. I'm looking at Jay. I pointing to, Jay. Pointing yeah, to yeah. me. Thank you. Yeah. So Jay and our, and our listeners, I was going to say viewers, but thankfully nobody's got a camera on this. Uh, you, you, you had a, a, a pre medieval uh, planet where every 200 or 400 years, a comet comes close and spores come off the comet and hit the planet and it devastates organic life. And so the colonists, well, you find out they're colonists, but the, the, the ancestors um, took these indigenous um, small lizard, fire-breathing lizards and turned them into flying dragons through breeding. And so, but they had a telepathic link to, hey, there's the bat phone again, telepathic link um, to the first person that they see. And so you develop this whole culture of dragon riders who would ride these dragons as what was called thread fell, and they would um, they would vanquish it from the sky. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah from the huh. and so the, the the dragons would actually eat a a, a chemical that would create a rock that had a chemical in it that would create fire when they it was gas that they belched out. And mm-hmm. Incredible world building. So you had this whole caste system of of lords of these holds who were kind of a feudal society and you kind of had serfs and then you had craftsmen holds. So you had weavers and harpers Mm -hmm. and things like that. Then you had the dragon riders. And, um, so anyway, fabulous series. It is great world building can be done now with special effects. Oh, absolutely. Could be like I said, avatar 10 years ago, you know, you go, wow, you could do this now. You could do this. And of course we've seen it in uh, game of Thrones as well. The, um, um, I think it would be, a, especially the first trilogy, would be a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and uh, it would be a great limited series. And then you could you could build it out, and then you've got these additional stories that would be great. Right. Well, with the success of the Mandalorian, kind of showing you could take Star yeah. Wars and doing that, and then The Witcher, which is both the uh, Have you seen The Witcher? Yeah, well, I finished up, ended up watching The Witcher. What'd you think? It was okay. I thought it was you know okay. There's some things that I liked about it. So I heard it described as. Uh, I think we may have said this on the show too. Hercules and Xena meet Game of Thrones. You know, it was kind of like a, with a hot tub. Yeah, with the hot tub scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, but I mean, that's been successful enough that people are starting to look at these other properties and say, yeah. "What can we do?" And 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 some of this fantasy, even though, like you said, that becomes science fiction, 
the things that are, are, are kind of fantasy, like Lord of the Rings or whatever, are, are what people are looking at. The um, um, the second series I've got, I've got three of them. I don't have notes. I have books. Uh, is the Bulgariad by David Eddings or David and Lee Eddings. And uh, that's very much a kind of Lord of the Rings inspired coming of age. Uh, you've got a small group of wizards that are a brotherhood. You actually have celestial beings, gods who who are, are identified with different tribes of men. And uh-huh. there's this whole idea of you've got to go and rescue this talisman from this evil god and restore order in the world. And uh, it's just a great read. It is so started reading it, I guess, when I was in eighth or ninth grade, and it's very age appropriate. It's not young adult. I mean, um, it's just anybody can read it um, as from, from a kid, you know, yeah. middle school up. Um, and it's just a lot of fun. How and many books are in that series? There's there's 10. So the first uh, five were called the Bulgariad, and then the second five were the Mandalorian. and uh, The Mandalorian? Uh, the Mandalorian, <laughs> M-A-L-L-O-R-E-A-N. Okay. I just butchered that. Take the Mandalorian without the duh. In okay. It, so. Mandalorian. Yeah. The Malorian. The Malorian. Malorian. So we're taking a few more. Let's all say it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Malorian. Jay, can you say Malorian so we can prove people to people that you're here? Malorian. There you go. Wow, very that. nice. I recorded that. That would just pop up from, from time <laughs> to time. Uh, so that that's, uh, that's a fun book. It's very much a coming of age. I'm really surprised that it hasn't been optioned and uh, hasn't been in, in, in production yet. It was a New York Times bestseller. Um, so very, very popular. And then the third is probably the most obscure, but one of my all-time favorites. I'm showing the guys the, uh, the cover. is Barbara Hambly's The Time of the Dark. Okay. So I'm, I'm cruising down the aisles at Bookland when I'm like 12 or 13 looking for something to read because I had three bucks in my pocket and I'm going to buy a book. And I see this book with this wizard in a full uh, full call cowl with a broadsword, a staff sitting at an apartment table with a beer and chips at his feet. Oh, really? Okay. And I'm like, see that? You yeah, just I missed it. that. I was looking. Yeah. And so it's like the this... podcast studio is very dark. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. <laughs> so this go. is our time of in the dark. Yeah. The we... time of the dark. Yeah. So, uh, okay. I'm seeing the beer and the chips now. I think my thumb was over the, there you go. Yeah. Um, so the, the, that character's in gold in Glorian, who's a wizard and probably my second, our third favorite wizard of all time in fantasy literature behind Gandalf and Ged from, uh, from the RC trilogy. And, um, so the whole idea here is it is a, you've got to get, um, um, you know, you, you, you've got a, all right, let me see if I can back up and, and figure this out to try not to spoil the end. Well, you guys aren't going to read it anyway. It's a book that was written in 82, no spoiler warnings. So, uh, again, it's a medieval society, and, um, you know, we've got a, a group of, uh, of, of, of lords, you know, who kings, lords. It's this feudal society. You've got a wizard or two scattered about, and out of nowhere, the these things come at night that are kind of demon-like, but like big bats, and they're killing people and they're hauling people off. They're called the dark. They only come at night, and so Ingold has to escape with like the crown prince or something, and he knows how to pierce through the universe. The universe is the multiverse. Ends up in the skies kitchen and ends up taking the guy rudy is the the main character there back with him rudy finds out he has magic and so 
it becomes this whole quest to figure to get folks from um, these unsecure castles to this big keep where you could go in and be completely um, isolated from the dark and safe from the dark. And so you've got to get to the keep. Then they got to figure out how to recover society by by vanquishing the dark. And so it's a it's a trilogy, and it's just it's great world building. It feels familiar. If you are a, f- a it's another fantasy, Rudy movie, yeah, it's another Rudy movie. If you're a fantasy, um, if you're a fantasy of uh, a, a, a connoisseur at all, so. But um, anyway, yeah, there you have it. So How many? Other, and- there's three of those, and there's three in that trilogy. It's called the Darwith trilogy. Then there's uh-huh. three additional books that are kind of one-offs with some of the same characters or auxiliary characters, ancillary characters. I guess is what I'm saying. But anyway, so. Cool. Those are my three. Have you guys, have you read any of these? You've read Dragon Riders. Dragon Rider, yeah. But Belgarian? I've seen that one before, and I've heard of that one, but I have not read that one. It's great. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I haven't read any, but I was, have y'all read Aragon in that series? That's one that I wonder. I haven't read that. My son. I read the first one of those. Maybe the second one of those, too. And that's sort of still in the dragon genre. Is that that three? Are there three of those or four of those? Uh, Maybe four or five, I think. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. At least. Yeah, the, is that a young adult kind of targeted yeah, series? Yeah, it actually was written by written a guy by a young adult yeah, or young, sixteen or yeah, something when he wrote really it. Young when he started, fourteen maybe. Yeah, yeah. And did they make they made they made a movie? Maybe the of, first one? Did they? Yeah. yeah, I believe so. Well, we learn something here every time, or yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. What about listen? I wanted to ask y'all this. I really enjoyed. Now I love the Chronicles of Narnia as a book series, as a child and an adult. First three movies, I think, were made by Disney, and I really thought they were. They good. were made by a different. They were made by a company with Disney backing and Disney distribution. If I okay. remember, I think it was. I think that's right. Yeah. Well, I, I would like to see that completed. I know some of the latter books weren't as popular as as the first ones, but I think that would be a neat thing to see. James McAvoy has a bald head now, so he can't be Mister Tim's anymore. <laughs> well, there's a lot of the characters that would have to be re. Uh, Recast. Yeah, most, yeah. So, so you had you had Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe, and then what was the second one that um, came out? Prince, was Prince, Prince Caspian. Caspian, Caspian yeah. the, and then Voyage of the Dawn Treader. And they yeah. had the Dawn Treader, which yeah. is like one of the coolest ship names of all yeah, time. Yeah, that's a great name. Yeah, yeah. And My, I saw the first one at the theater. I think I saw the second one probably streaming, and I don't think I've seen the third one yet. I, I think we might have them all on uh-huh. DVD. On VHS? Well, not Jay, quite. I saw an article on MSNBC, no, on NBCnews.com where it talked about there is a, there's a group of fans in the U.S. of VHS, and they, they're they hoarding VCRs, and they're getting all the VHS tapes they can because they want to watch movies on VHS because of that unique are, analog Are experience. they paying a lot of money for the VHS copies? Because we could make some money. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I've got a trunks of, of videos. I will tell you, it is getting more difficult to get VHS players because we transfer VHS to DVD, and they have gone up in price. Really? I've yeah. thrown some out. Yeah. I've really? got one in my yeah. You're wounding me. closet. I'm sorry. I'll send them your way next yeah. time. Give me, give me all your VHS. Give me your... Give me all... No, sir. Wow. You're tired. You're poor. You're VHS Your VHS tape. So, but anyway... Well, speaking of being tired and poor and, you know, analog. Well, and can we make world. these movies? Do we know somebody that's got some cameras and stuff that we could put these together? Yeah, no. Oh, studio? Okay. Yeah, With no. With some time on his hands? Yeah, I, I think I, Mike Gorey would be a great Ingold and Gorian. You know, Mike Gorey plays Santa Claus here. At Mr. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so okay. I, was, I was trying saying. to think of an actor and went, surely didn't mean that, Mike. But he does. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, Mike Gorey. I yeah. mean, yeah, he yeah. would be great. So, but uh, I like that kind of – I might try to read that because I like the whole – 
modern world and ancient world or whatever uh-huh. you want that kind of mixture is kind of my thing it, it's really it's really cool because it's a um, hero's quest out of time sort of thing you're learning about this world through this guy's eyes the by the way folks jay pointed to the time of the time dark of the by dark. barbara hamley who went on to write some star trek and star wars yeah novels. i've heard yeah heard the name before yeah, so uh, this probably have some of the work you know that's there too. Yeah, and I, this was her first book. Okay, uh, so yeah. Anyway, there you go. So hopefully this won't be our last podcast. We want to say thank you to everyone who's tuned in, downloaded, and is sticking with us. You guys have a good week. See you next time.